Welcome to All Things in the Name of Love. If you like this show, please like, subscribe, and share. Thanks. Welcome to another episode of All Things in the Name of Love. And today I have with me a beautiful soul named Eric McHugh. And we just started talking like about a minute ago. And we're already geeking out about quantum physics and spirituality. But I want to give you a really brief introduction <laughs> before we dive in. Okay. You're the president at Shop X Labs. And you're the chief growing officer at Data Inc. And my initial thought was I was going to talk to you about the... Um, the blend of spirituality and quantum physics with technology. And we can talk about that later, but I, but I mean, that could probably blend in, but I just want to like dive into what we started to about like that whole spirituality and quantum physics and how amazing that field is and tapping into consciousness. And oh. so, yeah. 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 Like I, I find the term quantum spirituality to be the pretty cool thing. Right, because like no, in the end, it, it really is all the same thing. Like the quantum, quantum in its core is not that I know, but it, it's essentially every everything exists in this present moment. So you have the ability to access everything in this present moment, and it all goes back. So there's like the scientific aspect, but if you research what's happening in science now, the religion and the spiritual aspect has got it down too, and it, it's all like everything spirals. Yeah, it's just fascinating. And so how did you, how did you start your exploration into this beautiful field of awareness? Uh, so the, I think that's kind of how it happens with every, or for me, it was, I think it's a pretty standard story. Actually, every story is unique, but it was like a, it was like a dark time in, in my life. And eventually like, you know, like the, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Mm -hmm. So I think my first actual a deep dive was through A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Mm -hmm. So that, that was the gateway into that that lane of thinking. And then from there, just like a bunch of different content, like Joe Dispenza, Robert Grant, Hermes Tresponditious, like all that content, all the meditation stuff, it just kind of like appears to yourself like videos and reels. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, but once you start listening to something and it resonates with you, you just kind of go down that path. Mm -hmm. and it really helped me just crack this crack this wide open as I, I took initiative and went on a 10-day of impasse meditation retreat oh, in wow. the middle of that so then I went on that experience it was beautiful it was transformative I came I... over like oh no <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a cute what's, what's his name or her Abu. name what, what is it Abu oh like a lot of yeah. he's yeah. a love bug and he, he loves to come in when I'm doing podcasts <laughs> Makes sense. He does, he does as he pleases. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, and for me, it's like doing that meditation retreat was extremely transformative. And then I read some books, like um, I think Reality Transurfing was one of the most beneficial things I've ever read. Mm. And, and the, the logic behind that is, okay, this thing is cool. The best, and there has to be a way for me to leverage in my real life. And it turns out just selecting the reality or timeline you want to be in mm -hmm. is extremely helpful. And it just so happens if I want to raise the people, like I think, you know, but overall like our inner goal is to raise our own level of consciousness mm -hmm. and in raising your own level of consciousness you raise the level of consciousness of those around you which mm -hmm. thus benefits the whole collective so all that information just starting to appear to me and obviously that means i have a lot of work to do and it's going to take a lifetime to do it's just, it's just starting to like it's starting to snowball right right and well and it does because like the more that we unwind ourselves um the more we get a sense of what we're actually here to do and be I mean, it's, it's not so much a doing, it's just the beingness of us and whatever our gifts are, are helping the collective. And that's just, that's just so much fun. 
Yeah. And and I wanna I wanna tie this back into entrepreneurship because that's your ah. thing. It's exactly it's like you you are who you are, you are born with a specific amount of gifts, you were born with a specific purpose, and you owe it to the collective or the source or caution records or whatever you want to call it to follow your purpose because that's the best way you can best serve the collective in the sense serve you, serve others, serve everyone. And, yeah. and so for me, this is what led to the two companies. Um is I just follow my natural, genuine intellectual curiosity. Mm-hmm. And it just led me to like both these separate companies, which are not really related, but both are doing good, positive things in the world. So it's, mm-hmm. and they're, they're both of course related too. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's all, it all circles. I love that. And like, was it, so for me, when I st- first started being aware of my spirituality, I'm like, okay, here's my spiritual self and here's the rest of my life. Yeah. Because it was a little bit like, ah, and then it integrated. Was that, was that a path that you felt or was it just all integrated as you were going along? Oh, no, definitely was not all integrated. Like, for example, I'd have my time, like I do my meditation in the morning. I'm like, okay, this is my meditation time. No one disturb me. And then I go back to normal life. But eventually, like the, it it all kind of blends together eventually. I mean, like everything you do, there's that spiritual aspect. It's like, okay, everything I do, does it raise my level of consciousness? Raise their level of consciousness? If it doesn't help both people, we're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And that vibe, that energy, that frequency, that spreads off. And it also attracts people on the similar path. Like, for example, I've met plenty of cool people I've never met, like this past year, who've been to spirituality. They've done impossible meditation. They've done the work. Some are even enlightened. That just, they've never even entered my field of consciousness before I started looking like, there's no way it's coincidence. I met like 20 to 30 people like this just in one year prior met zero. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, no, I, I get it. Like I, I signed up to Podmatch and every single person I've interviewed, I'm like, I am so grateful you're on the planet with me. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't know, you know, because I was like a spiritual podcast and I, I've just been doing this for like five years and, and I didn't know that was like something people would be interested in, in being guests on and every single person I'm like thank you so much for being on the planet with me at this time in consciousness because like I'm feeling the vibration I'm feeling the frequency I love the heart math connection and so when I feel the frequency of the other person I'm like this is so exciting because we're co-creating these uh, these amazing things in the world with our different gifts to help others raise their consciousness and that that just just makes me so happy it, it makes me happy too. And I love that podcasts like this exist. Cause like when, when I go on a podcast, my over goal, overall intention is to spread positivity. Mm-hmm. So the thing is like podcasts are a way to do it at scale. Like for example, and that's, this is how I got in. I think this is how most people get on. You just listen to like high vibe people talking. It's like, this is cool. I, I like what they're doing. Then you start doing it yourself. And mm-hmm. it, it's really just a trickle down spreading of goodness, which I think we kind of, I, I mean, I think it's happening naturally in the sense I, I view the overall level of consciousness. It's, despite what social media is pushing mm-hmm. which is obviously on purpose right but like, i think it's overall raising have you heard of the um did you see this i think i think it's david r hawkins scale of vibrations it's like the zero to one thousand thing yeah i have yeah, yeah. And we're we're right around 200 but yeah. we're getting there we're, we're getting there yeah i know and i'm feeling it like i feel like um i had a very fascinating awareness um on christmas day where uh, the cat that lives in the place where I'm staying, she made eye contact with me and her ears went flat back. I'm like, okay, well, this is interesting. I'm going to listen to this. And the television was playing Christmas carols. Yeah. Well, she 
somehow tapped into my consciousness. I was like, will you listen to the frequency? And so I start listening to the frequency. And then she's like, okay, now I want you to listen to the lyrics. I'm like, how are you telling me? Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just being present and and watching this, this, I like, it, it wasn't a conversation. It was just awareness. And by the time the TV turned off, she jumped off and was disgusted. And I had this shift in awareness of like, oh my gosh, the programming, the Christmas songs. And I love Christmas songs. Never heard it before. She was like, no, you're going to listen to this. I'm like, wow, this is so fascinating that now they're, if we're open to it, they're trying to give us messages to awaken us more because it's like everyone like trees and rocks and everything is trying to help us in our ascension process and it's just it's really fascinating no i mean it's something awesome that i think and this is a very for me it's been a very helpful shift of mind set where it's like oh it turns out the universe really does have your back it has a perfect plan everything's happening for a reason who am i to question it the only thing you can really do is just go with the flow and enjoy the ride type of thing yeah, it really is because like anything I plan just doesn't happen. I mean, yeah. fortunately the podcasts do because they're on my calendar, but like every day to day, it's like, okay, what do I feel like in this moment? Yeah, exactly. And it's it's hard to like schedule things with people because it's a moment by moment thing. And so it's a whole paradigm shift in terms of like living to do versus living to be. Yeah. Because living to do is you're living in the future, and obviously that just causes stress. Because you're just like thinking something in the future that hasn't even happened to. Like your future thoughts, like your gen, like I, I, I know you know this, but like imagine you're, like you're a person, you're thinking about something stressful that could happen in the future. Your body is reacting to that stressor of the future, which didn't even happen. Right. It's like it's having the same chemical reaction of that. Plus, not only that, it's what you start thinking about. So your thought energy will create quantum collapse, making the stressful feat the future that you don't even want more likely right. to happen in the anyway. So it's just like no one wins in that situation. Right, I know, and it's it's funny because like my my connection has been like okay, if I if I like plan even one day, they're like, what do you need now? Yeah, I'm like shit. Oh, I'm fine now. <laughs> Dang it! But 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 maybe no now. What do you need now in this moment? What do you need in this moment? I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not gonna, cause I have a, I, I, I'm a visionary. So I love seeing things in the future. It's like one of my cool gifts and they're pulling me back. That's nice. You know, the things in the future that are happening cause you've already put them out into the universe. Yeah. Great. Leave them alone and be present. Yeah. And I get that. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Cause I think I'm more the officer where I'm, I'm in dreams it's like I've been visiting what I think to be past lives and just like really cool stuff there so that's, that's been like cool. I mean but don't see the future because I've always wondered because like the way I view like 3d 40 and 5d is th 3d time is like time is linear whereas mm -hmm. I would and of course those are just my interpretation who knows it's right or wrong nothing's right or wrong but I would say 40 is like where you get the graph where it's like people go forwards people can go backwards and then people can also go horizontal and it means like you can obviously you can check out different lifelines that you're right. on whereas i think 5d is where it's just like i just thought the big bleh where it's like <laughs> all time is just there and whatever yeah. it's like whatever speck of time which doesn't even exist that your soul chooses to focus on that's where you exist in the present moment so like mm -hmm. I, but who knows like that's just best guess no i, I get it because like there's there's just this weird like 
when when we when we get in that present moment, I did I just walked today in the neighborhood that I'm at, and one of the, one of the things I get to do is I get to talk to trees. I don't know why, but it's a gift I have. And all the trees I walk by, especially cedars, they they love me. Oh, cool. um, they were like dormant. And so I started touching them and that's all I do. I don't really have a conversation. I just like bring awareness to them. And all of a sudden they all went, oh, oh, humans paying attention to us. Wow, this is so cool. And, you know, when, when I'm, it, it's this, they shifted their responses to me because I had awareness and that bringing focus to what you're paying attention to and how it can shift consciousness is really powerful. Oh yeah, I mean, where your where your attention goes, your energy flows, right? Mm -hmm. But what, what were the what were the trees saying? Because I I've started to notice this too, but it's like a slightly different thing where it's like I've started to notice like really intricate geometrical like patterns within the leaves, within like the mm -hmm. different sal trees. Like, so I'm more noticing that because okay. and that that so now I think and what you just did, I think you helped with that process for me in the sense like. Okay, now I'm gonna be more aware of the trees and what they're saying. Yeah. For me, for me, it's just I'm, I'm walking like doing my thing. Like mm -hmm. that's a cool pattern of the leaves where the sun leaves is like amazing. But now I think I'm right. actually like listen. I'm guessing oh, you for me it depends on the tree, like and, and where I am. Like I was in Orcas Island this summer and I met a uh, redwood and she she actually had a conversation with me. I'm like, I didn't know that could happen. Like it was all internal, but it was like you're gonna meditate on me under me. And I'm like, okay excuse me wait you're a tree and you're telling it but like most of them are just like it's more of a it's kind of like an energy of hi come say hi to me yeah and then i'll just touch their fronds and then there's like this exchange of happiness because we've acknowledged each other exactly. um, not existence with with boulders because they don't want me to call them rocks anymore with boulders oh, i'll get love... pulled to one to sit on it i love granite Granite's the stone. That's 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 the one that calls whatever the granite. So it's like yeah. I, need to, I need to sit on that barefoot. Mm -hmm. and just kind of like stand. Yeah, and 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 it's just like this amazing grounding experience. And I I remember when last year I was down in Mount Shasta, my friend Dan was taking on us on a hike, and he brought us to this grove of of boulders, of granite boulders, and one of them was sitting off the corner, and I couldn't stop feeling come here, come here, come here. I'm like, why is there? But I sat next to her and all of a sudden I had this amazing purge of energy that I had no idea I needed to purge, but it was because that tree, was, or that rock grant boulder was holding space for me. And she saw that I needed to be with her. And I was like, how? We don't know anything. We don't. But it's really magical because when we slow down and listen, especially when you're barefoot, because that changes oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, you need you need to you need to be barefoot. Yeah, but you don't you don't need to be barefoot, but I think you want to be barefoot. It's pretty magical. Yeah. Okay, so I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you do the ground. Do you have any oh. specific methods to ground? Because for me, it's like obviously I do the like different services or just sit on grass. Is there anything specific you do or um, that's helped you? Well, my favorite is. Um laying on a on a field like just yeah. laying on the field for like i would prefer hours yeah. um, when, I, when i'm by myself i do hours when i'm with my friends they're like uh it's been like 20 minutes can we go now i'm like are you kidding me yeah why would i want to leave <laughs> we're just getting started look at the clouds and look at the yeah. birds and like I'm, I'm just all in that and i'd prefer like if i could spend and, and i'm in oregon so i can't do this every day because it's like raining but um 
thankfully not today, but the wet, I don't like wet grass, um, sinking in the soil, wet grass. Um, but I, my preference is just to be barefoot, barefoot or having grounding shoes and barring that a grounding pad. So I can at least feel that energy of the earth because it's, for me, it's really important. I'm an Aquarius and I need to be as grounded as much as I can. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, Save from Oregon. Um, do you have like, are you, are you more of like a loner in terms of spirituality or do you find like your high vibe tribe? And if you found them, how, how do you find them? Oh, that's interesting. Um, at first, yes. Yeah. Um, and then I met my former mentor and through her, she had classes and then I met some of my tribe. And then, um, in 2020, I was guided to go from Portland down to Weed, California, which is right outside of Mount Shasta and stay there for three years. And I finally was guided to come back up to Oregon. I'm really grateful for that. <laughs> I love Oregon. But like through that, I've met some really amazing beings that are just so heart centered and I don't have a lot of friends, but I don't need a lot of friends because yeah. the ones I have are just so divine and in their own heart space. And we're all just being and supporting one another energetically and with ideas and collaborations. And it's just, it's magical. I've heard, because you mentioned Mount Shasta a couple of times. I, I have a friend who lives, who has like his grandma's house on the mountain. And he says it's a magical, like, especially as a kid, he said he saw some like, a, like aliens and just very like, and he, he's also one of like, he's a spiritual, per, like spiritual person too. Mm -hmm. He said that's what really kicked it off. Like as a kid, like I hear it's a magical place. Like it's, it's amazing. I've seen a portal open up um, on the north side of the mountain. I was sitting at my friend Kara's house and my friend Gary and I are watching meteors and all of a sudden at like midnight, and I don't usually stay up that late, but it was a meter shower. So what yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. Um, I see this green thing and I'm probably about 10 miles away, maybe more, but like, um, it's, it's like, I can see it with my eyes. It's like this big yeah. from where I am. And I'm like, Gary, Gary, look at this. And he's like, I'm like, do you see that thing? And it's like widening and shortening and going out and that, like, it's just, it's just opening. And it was like, and then it rose a little, then it went back down and I'm like, this is a thing. I don't know what this is. And I'm just like watching it. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm really grateful you're here. I have no idea what you're doing. It's night. I don't want to be taken anywhere. Thank you very much. Yeah. So what, what happens if you go through a portal? Do you know? Or no one else? Or do you have a guess? Um, it depends. Like I can tell when I'm in, I've had a couple different experiences where I felt my consciousness shift. Um, okay based on where I am at or who I'm with. And um, yeah, it's, it's more of like a, for me, it's like a shift in my consciousness and I can feel more light in my body. Um, I haven't actually walked through a portal so much as been aware of an energy that's around me that feels like a portal. How about you? I've never seen a portal. That's why I'm asking. Oh, okay, that's okay. That's super curious. Like that's, that's yeah. It was wild. I'm like, okay, I live in Mount Shasta. And I mean, all the ventricular clouds are really um, spaceships that are just hovering. Yeah, I, I believe that. And it's like, that, come on, guys, you got to come up with a better disguise. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
because I think we're on the same page. We're in the sense I think aliens are pretty much just all around us. Spiritual beings are just all around us. Like in this room, in this room, they're just kind of all there, just like chilling, doing their thing. Yeah. And we're just not at the level of awareness where, like, I can't even see them. Like, I can sometimes, sometimes they'll come up. Like, sometimes they'll see something, but it's very mm-hmm. rare. But okay. you can, you can, you, you can feel them. We're just like, oh hmm. yeah, definitely feel them. Um, the, that's the only time I've ever seen a portal. I have seen spaceships. Yeah. Um, because Mount Shasta. Um. But I haven't, for, I not that I'm aware of, I haven't met any non-human beings yet that that I'm not already aware of, like the the elements. I already know the elements and the elementals, but like yeah. the other ones, I don't, I haven't, not that in my consciousness, I haven't met yet. Have you had any experience with them? Because you know, like there's like spiritual beings. Have, some are beneficial, some aren't beneficial. Have you had any experience with the non-beneficial ones? Because the beneficial ones are all cool. And you're just like, oh, you're yes, nice. I actually are... have. This is really interesting. So I'm supposed to be interviewing you. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I had a situation this summer where um, a person I had been very deeply energetically connected with has um, has an addiction. Okay. So when you have an addiction um and we all have addictions but like his was um his was marijuana and so i was guided last year when we stopped talking that i couldn't spend time with him anymore because the energy frequency of the marijuana he was using and the amount he was using was lowering my vibration correct so i said not not choosing not asking you to choose i'm choosing me and that ended the relationship which is fine because that's his journey it is is what it is he's on his perfect path right which is beautiful this summer um he was helping my friend kira move out of one house into another and he had to move some of my stuff because my stuff was at the place that we were at and um he was nervous an entity came through him and attacked me because we still had an energetic connection because we did eye gazing and I didn't know what that would do to a relation. I, I didn't know how deep a connection could be when you eye gaze. Until that, that, that creates like a soul tie type, type thing, right? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Really deep. I, I didn't know you could, I didn't know it was that deep. So it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I got, I got physically attacked from his fear of seeing me. through this entity and I had to do some really deep energetic work of cord cutting and all these things to completely disconnect from him because I thought I had but then I didn't and then he renewed the relationship and then he took off again and said I was stalking it was a whole thing anyways the point is is that when we have a lower frequency we open ourselves up to spiritual attacks right yeah, because right. like it's, it's more. I've, I've noticed that too. When like whenever I fall like a lower nature type thing, I'll, I'll, I'll let's call it relapse because that's what it is, mm-hmm. and that's when they start coming in like through dreams and just just unplugging stuff. What would you say your base um base frequency is if we're going on the scale from one to a thousand? Mm. Yeah, I, I know, I know, it's I know it's non dual and you can shift it, but if you if you just had a guess. Given how much I've grown in the past year, I would say probably around seven. Okay, I'm hearing seven thirty-three. Oh, nice! That's that's amazing. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's interesting because I don't feel it, but I'm not yeah. asking me. I'm asking, you know, I'm asking my higher self, like, where am I? Um, because I ask my friends to show me where my like. You see something that doesn't feel like I'm in my 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 
highest version of myself, please show me. I love hearing subconscious programs that I can't see. Yeah, because like, that's how you learn. And they're all there. Right. Like it's, it's it's so crazy that we've been programmed for such a young age yeah. for such reasons. And, and like, it's so hard to break out to where, where I think that's where meditation really helps. Whereas yeah. when you really go inward and then, oh, I'm sure you felt like the full energy rushes. Like every, like you felt that flow when you go into some deep meditation, it's like, then it's like the head and the head blows up and you're just like, best for everyone. Right. Love across the world. I definitely feel that. Where do you feel you are? I'm I'm around five fifty, and the reason I say that because I think around that level is where you're most associated with like joy, and I find joy in pretty much everything I do. So the it can it can change, and and again, I I hear you because like I hear I hear what you're saying when you're hanging around like people who are I don't want to say lower vibe because we're all the same different frequency, different frequency. Yeah, just different frequency. Where it's like yeah. you're the same, you're like oh, this is kind of bring me down. Right. Like like for example, like I went to a bar for the first time in like six months. I'm just like I just kind of want to go away like back i want to go back to the trail i want to go back to my like my meditation little area mm -hmm. no i get it like i i i can tell frequency is really keenly and a, a example today i was walking and all of the dogs were like hey i want to talk to you and i'm like sure of course you can because i love animals like i work with animals so the humans very interesting because I'm like talking I'm not doing a speed walk I'm actually connecting with the land and talking to it and like just sharing my energy and it was so fascinating to see the different vibrations of the people and there's no judgment it was just like wow it's interesting to see who's feeling me and who's not and how they're feeling and how they're responding to me because I'm just being I'm just in my own space and like doing my own crazy Jasta thing of talking to the land yeah. <laughs> and and it was just like, oh, wow. So like, what am I doing is I'm having a conscious awareness now to just activate my toroidal field and let that be love so I can just do me. And if they feel it, they feel it. If they don't, they don't. It doesn't matter because I'm not going to change. I'm done with changing myself for other people and making yeah. people comfortable for, for no. me being weird. Well, I'm not weird. I'm just me. Correct. <laughs> but like you know, recognizing that that's going to bring a lot of discomfort and that's okay because yeah. the discomfort is part of the awakening process. Oh yeah. No, people think awakening is just all, people think it's like, you just wake up and you're just like, oh, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the opposite of that. Yeah. yeah. No, but there are some people, some gnarly Toronto feels where you're just like, you just walk in, you're just like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a high vibe person or, or in reverse. You're just like, oh, that's, Six, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's like, and I can, I can feel it. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was up in Portland and I lived in Portland for nine years and I, I know Portland really well. Cause I used to walk all the streets and everything. I got lost for a half hour. I'm like, what is going on? What is, what's the free, wait, I don't get lost in Portland because it was a different frequency. Hmm. And I mean, it was at night too. And we, I got off an exit. I didn't know, but it was really weird because I'm going, I know where I am. And then I got so disoriented and, and my friend Janice, who was driving, was like, I don't know where I am either. And then my friends, Gary and Robin, who were meeting, they got lost too. And we all know Portland. And it was like, hmm. wow, the frequency shifted. Synchronicity. Yeah. No, or, or frequency shift. But, but it's probably for a reason too. It was, it was, probably a, it was a positive frequency shift, right? Yeah. 
Oh, I, I know when we all met, there was a there was a shift in the frequency because because I saw the synergies between two of them, and we all had to like it was beautiful. But when you when you say frequency shift, um, to you is that the same as jumping into a different lifeline, or are those different? Because I know the frequency leads a lot. That's a good question. Yeah, um, I never thought about the difference between because both have just always existed, but so what so uh, there's two levels that i saw um there was me introducing gary and janice because i saw synergy between them and then separate from that i felt that the the four of us coming together activated something and it was like this this light bomb going off in portland that spread energy around and i was like oh that's interesting because i don't you know, I'm just being me and I'm introducing my friends because I saw the synergy. So I didn't really have like an egoic thing going. It was just an awareness thing. So whatever that meeting was where we had this awesome dinner at Jake's Seafood, um, something shifted. And so like, yes, there was this toroidal field that happened that just, you know, ripple affected something. And then because of that, new connections, new synopses were made and things were unfolding in different ways than they would have before the meeting. So I think there is timeline shifts because of that. Um, but I hadn't really thought that through until, until I was talking to him. So yeah. huh. I'm sorry. Yeah. So like whenever we collaborate and that's my favorite way of being, um, and we, we bring in that, that mat that form into matter we shift things yeah rather for rather for good or bad but the thing is that you have to be conscious of what you're bringing into because like you know like thought energy moves more freely than materials like slow so i it's i think it's it's nice to be able to be conscious of what you're thinking like just like okay because obviously you can't prevent negative thoughts but you at least be conscious and just like observe the negative thought like oh okay maybe that's why i'm doing that and then kind of accept it and then maybe switch it to like a positive thing mm -hmm. and that just kind of spreads like like wildfire yeah. oh yeah I, I i can feel that i can feel it when when like tomorrow i'm going to be going into portland and i'm going to the farmer's market and every time i go to the farmer's market there i intentionally activate my merkaba and then i send out a toroidal field of love because I love what? farmers at the farmer's market. What, what's a, what's a Merkaba? Um, shoot, it's in my car. Um, it's a multifaceted star. Okay. And um, I just started, I was actually sitting at a theater a few months ago and I heard activate your Merkaba and I'm like, okay. And so it's this multifaceted star and it, activated around me because I heard it and I said, okay, I'm activating my Merkaba. Yeah. And then I heard, okay, now you're going to activate your toroidal field of unconditional love. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And it happened. And I felt it because I was being present to it. And then, because I was feeling compassion, like, oh, you don't need to, like, the whole thing was I living in weed, I didn't experience the trauma of the past three years. Okay. I nice. hugged my friends. We had dinners together. Nothing changed. Perfect. So I don't have the post-traumatic stress disorder of what most of the United States has. Where I lived, 90% of everybody got vaccinated and they experienced the trauma of the past three years. 
so I'm like compassion, compassion, compassion. And I hear you don't, you're supposed to watch the play. We'll take care of the compassion and the love. Just activate your toroidal field of light. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do that. And so I was able to be present and watch the play. It was a C.S. Lewis play. And I was like, oh, C.S. Lewis. Nice. Um, and I was able to hold space for the love that wanted to come through me without being participate without part being the active participant of it so it was really fascinating so ever since then i've just been doing it every day because it just feels good so, so you've just been you've just been sending love in every direction mm -hmm. it's it's interesting because uh, have you ever done um impossible meditation or, or went to a tr i have not i have not uh, okay so the the method of impasse it's um it's a 10-day noble science retreat so you go there there's nothing to do you meditate you don't talk to anyone you have a meditation hall everything's extremely high vibe mm. it's it's the method that the buddha you he personally used to reach enlightenment so what you do is you focus on um your first three days you focus on your nostrils so eventually you start picking up different sensations oh. and then you and then you scan your body back and forth so it extracts the traumas that have been stored oh. in different sensations in your body wow. and and the reason I bring it up is because the way you like you're just getting up and forth so like like a magnet extracting impurities from metal. Mm -hmm. The way you end it is, and this is what you were doing too, is you eventually end at the crown chakra. You focus all your energy in your head, and then you just send off love to like the whole world. Mm -hmm. And so that's how like and what was cool though is because like in this retreat, it's like there's like a hundred people there doing the same thing. And of course, when you're around that many people doing the exact same thing. Yeah. for so long the, but in in one room like you're just seeing the same spot like the whole day just everyone doing the same thing it's is taught by a guy too so it's like at the same time i'm just like oh this is awesome that's beautiful yeah it was, it was a great experience it's one of the best things i've ever done but yeah i love that i don't but do yeah. i don't do the cross the cross legs very well for too long but <laughs> yeah. yeah. You you learn to do it because I remember the, that's where where we call that one like strong determination where it's like okay you, you sit there for an hour you don't move and the, the first couple years like oh this kind of hurts but you eventually but but to that point um this is where the granite and this nature came in is it's in Joshua Tree mm. and the the location the center is where um in, during Indian times this is where there is the, the the no war zone land so it's like the peace area Ooh. but the it's like the because there's these spirits and like you just lie out and like i'd lie out at night and just like watch the stars for like hours but like you see things walking around like the animals like the energy in that specific place is yeah. i would say it's next level and that, there are people on the retreat who are from like joshua tree like climbing the mountains they explore like the pregnancy caves of the indians and stuff and they say the stuff they see at night in that specific area is just insanely cool and, and on top of that there's like a military base right off to the side for for some reason we're so they were like oh they're probably experimenting with some stuff over there so but yeah it all well, I, know, I know there were military bases in shasta so it was an interesting blend of really high high frequencies and different frequencies i'll yeah. say and yeah it was really intense living there i'll just say that yeah but what, what was it like so how long did you live at shasta <laughs> yeah well i wasn't in shasta i was in weed and it was really intense because we like i had a the most gorgeous view i saw the heart of the mountain every mm. place i lived i saw the heart of the mountain and so i was able to re receive that um i learned how to deal with triggers i'm a master of that now nice yep. congratulations thanks thanks it took a lot of work yeah i'm sure the, 
took a lot of work. I learned, necessary I learned work. to be really present with myself when I feel something that's off. Um, like if I, because I had anxiety most of my life and whenever it comes out in now, because I know what it is, I'll just be there and I'll just, and I'll just stay in that state until I feel the energy move. And that's true with any energy that I feel in me because it just wants to be felt. Yeah. yeah it, just, it just wants to be felt, observed, not judged. Just, it just wants right. to be there and eventually, mm -hmm. eventually just goes its own way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. So, but it was um, really limited food choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really well done. Um, amazing friends down there. I have amazing friends down there. Um, the most interesting thing I thought for me, I love hiking. I absolutely, it's one of my favorite things to do. I didn't hike. I'm like, why didn't I hike in like, come on, why didn't I hike? And, and when I was up in Orcas for two months, like as soon as I could, I started hiking every day. I'm like, what is going on here that I didn't hike? In so I don't know what that is, but I love hiking. So it was like, I'm not hiking here. What's going on? So I don't know what that was, but it was really interesting. That, that is quite peculiar. Mm -hmm. I guess there's no point to think. There's no point to question it because it is what it is. Yeah. But if you if you love hiking, you're not hiking. There has to be a good reason for that. I I'm know. Sure you, you, it's like I'm sure you just didn't feel a desire to hike, right? You're just like, ah, and you never even thought about it. I don't. I don't was because like I'd be like okay I want to do something so I, I joined a gym for a year and a half and I swam and it was great and then they changed the chlorine and I stopped doing that and where I was living I couldn't really walk very well because it was like people would speed down secondary roads at like 50 miles an hour and there's no there's no you know yeah walking area I don't know what it was it was very strange hmm. but now I'm like walking again now that I'm not there I'm walking every day <laughs> what was that so it's just very curious. I think I was just because I was like, no, you have to go within, do as much internal work as you can, and that's going to wipe you out. Oh yeah, that's so. It's very, it's very, it's very serious work. It's people think it's just like sitting and not strenuous. It's just like, nope, you're in for a treat. So you're in for a good treat. Yeah, well. I mean, but it's it's part of it. Like it's part of our journey is to like uncover all those things that aren't us, so that we can be the light that we are. Do you um do you shadow integration at all or um yeah so, yeah so much so much yeah. it's, and it's beautiful like I came across something the other day where it was something that was actually a very complex aspect of my beingness from when I was eleven that I hadn't I'd seen aspects of it but I hadn't seen the whole picture of it yeah. I was like oh wow and it's like i felt it for three days like dreams coming in showing me different aspects for three days and then the third day i was like okay now i can actually sit with this and see the whole picture and see how this perception has been a lens through which i've seen the world for most of my life and i couldn't fully see it before and i'm like wow, this is so cool. So, and because it's so old, I'm just like, okay, just cry when you want to. I'm not pushing anything. 
I'm seeing it. I'm aware of it. I'm allowing my body to do what it needs to do whenever it wants to. Um, normally I allow just the feelings to come through, but because it's so old, it's like, I'm not ready to feel yet, but I'm aware of the fact that I have permission to feel. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like a, I look at them as like feelings as kind of like roots type of thing where some, some go deeper and some, the yeah. deeper they go, the, the more time it's get the more time and attention it's going to take to obviously uprooted. Right. Do you talk to the guardian angel at all or is that? I, um, I recently had a session with my new mentor and she told me, um, I have, I have many guides. Um, yes, yes. one of them is Kuan Yin and when her flowers, lilac, I've loved lilac since I was little. Um, like, of course it was Kuan Yin. Um, and white buffalo cap woman and uh, black madonna and mother mary and uh, isis and saint germain and oh saint germain is a trip <laughs> i've seen, i've just been starting the universe is starting to send saint germain gone did my way i'm just like this this guy needs because i haven't done the i haven't done the dive on saint germain i, I want to research i want to learn this more about it it's amazing yeah amazing i have a friend who did the whole i am discourses and so she teaches me stuff and i'm like this is so deep and and it's it's like the, these decrees that i in many like volumes like volumes of decrees that came through him to help us step into our sovereignty and he'll come in when i'm feeling like oh oh i need to like decree because i am sovereign and just oh, so you, you've actually talked to saint germain he's come in a couple times like when i'm sleeping Okay. Like he's he's more of the ones that comes in when I'm sleeping and and it's just really cool because he'll just remind he'll be like, Come on, you're sovereign, remember yeah. this. Like, <laughs> you're right, I am sovereign, right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Saint Germain. Yeah, I mean he's, he's really big on that because he wants us to remember who we are. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you, because it, it was a passing thought, like maybe my friends are talking like Saint Germain, but now based on what you just said, I will I will I have intention to actually just like I want to learn more about him. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's cool. He's pretty amazing. And then I have uh, Sananda yeah. or Yeshua, however you want to call him. Yeah. And I recently found out I don't even really know them, but the Elohim, which what, what are, are archangels and guides of um, a high vibration, and so I just call on them to just help me navigate the day. And when I'm present. Like I'll just hear what my next step is and just tune in. And when I get in my head, because I'm a former academic, um, I'll put, yeah. my, <laughs> put my hands on my heart and ask me, ask my body to show me what a yes and no is before I make a decision because I know my tendencies. I I always find the journey for um, academics and spirituality pretty funny <laughs> because it's always such a big turnaround. What 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 cause because you know it's like got a different basket what was the thing that caused you to switch from academia to spirit spirituality not that that to be separate but yeah. they usually are well for me it started when i was little and i was like i connected with the animals on a very profound level when i was little and i thought they were my friends i never saw like i didn't get why they were separate from me so like my lifelong quest was to try to understand what separation was i thought i could do it academically okay. and i did to the extent that I could academically, and I gained 100 pounds my last year of my PhD. And then I was like, okay, 
three years later, my dad died. And then I was like, okay, I don't know a single thing. Cause he scattered across the universe when he left his body. And I was like, okay. And that, that helped me remember and reawoken me to my spirituality. And so like connecting on that deeper level of the oneness of all, um, which is what I wanted to do is like, I knew it was a little one. I was like, I, I know there's no separation, but then I forgot because of the, all the programs and then I've been spending the last 15 years remembering in the, it. So. In the, yeah, you spent like 15 years in the program. Right, right. So, I mean, it's fascinating because like intellectual, like academically, I, I understand how separation is created, Yeah. which is really, really complex oh. and fascinating and, and twisted. And then it's just an illusion. Right. There's there is no separation. Right, right, right. But it's it's really carefully constructed. Oh. The illusion wow. is really carefully constructed to keep us from and by and, whom? By whom? Who who do you think Oh, that? that's a deep conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well the programming we've had is very ancient. Um and I think the Ananuki and the Kazarkians have stuff to do with it. And yeah, Ananuki are always involved. Yeah. yeah. Um and that's what we're waking up from. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'll say. <laughs> what do you think the reason is for the programming? To control us. Yeah. To keep that's us it. from remembering that we're sovereign beings. I could see that. I, I, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, because once we remember there's no stopping are, the unlimited beings that we are, that we're co-creators of everything um we're, we're literally reality manifesting machines right constantly 24 7 from right. the song sub subconsciously too it's like that does most of the heavy lifting too so it's like right. even your yeah it's like an iceberg so like when we remember that and that's what we're going through right now is remembering that like i've i've, I've asked my team to, can can you like whatever i need in this lifetime can you help me remember from all my previous timelines or my okay. other timelines because because like whatever i'm supposed to do and B, I want it to come through. And I've known since I was little, I have a lot of gifts and I want to use them all. Nice. Well, th I, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you feel is, um, is happening in consciousness right now? Uh, I think we're at a, I think we're at a very important stage in the sense we're hovering around like, I think we've just reached the point where as a whole, we're slightly, so like, I, I, I always like to circle back to the zero to 1000 scale. So I think we just ascended past 200, mm. which means and above 200 is give energy below 200 is take away energy. Mm -hmm. So, which is creating a, that's like, if the majority of people are taking energy, that's a completely different world than we are. So I think we're reaching new earth. But that's resulting in the powers that be struggling mightily to try to keep the collective as a whole, which is why we see so much like war, so much just misery and just like, you know, like lower vibrationals. There's like if you open social media, what do you see? It's all a certain level. And the reason is because that's when people are impressionable. So I think that I think we're at a we're at a very interesting time in our as a as a human race. It's, I think it's we either we either figure it out or we don't. My social media is like orcas and Bernie's mountain dogs and hike south northwest <laughs> like i don't because i i actually got rid of my social media for a long time and i was guided when i restarted my podcast to like yeah and and 
promoting my business. They're like, you got to get on social media again. I'm like, really? Yeah, man. <laughs> I want to do that. And they're like, no, get on. I'm like, okay, so I'll go on Instagram, but I'm going to follow the cute things that I love. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and I'm following the darkness. I'm following, and I follow some light workers. And but like most of the time, it's like, oh, look, it's an orca jumping out of the water. <laughs> oh. I guess that's just that's just your frequency, then. Congrats. That's yeah, awesome. it's because like, well, I, the orcas are like really deep in my heart. They um, their their Salish name, which is um a tribe in the northwest, um, is Quilimeshin. Hmm. That means people of the sea. And okay, they, they much prefer that I call them the Quilimeshin. So, I do. Yeah, no, because that's our actual name, and name. I think you know, names are spells, names of power, mm-hmm. and orcas are probably just some just like that was kind of just thrown on them. But, yeah, I mean it's just another white <laughs> or killer whale. Oh, like, yeah, they're, they're, no, they're too friendly for that. I'm like, they're okay, like... you know what? All whales kill. Just you know, they eat, so they all kill. But orcas, quillamechans eat cute things. That's the only difference between them and every other whale. Yeah, and cute is subjective. I mean, that's just how people eat. Yes, like don't eat seals type of thing. With who cares? It, it, it's nature. It, it's all supposed to be that way. I know. Circle <laughs> of life. I know. So yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm so loving your frequency. No, I, love, I like I like yours too. It's amazing. Thank that's, you. I, that's honestly that's one of the best parts. So like, yeah, the, like for me, it's like I, I love the spirituality journey just because people meeting people like here's like after this conversation, I know I'm gonna be in a much better mood because I'm gonna hang out with some friends later. And like that'll rub off on them, and hopefully that rubs off on them, which goes back to think it's like raise your own frequency. It's, yeah. So that's how we raise the frequency as a collective is just raise our own. You meet the right people. And then, then we kind of like amplify together, mm-hmm. which is what I love so much about that meditation or two. It's like a room full. Of, yeah. That was an amazing energy where it's like you can feel it when you're walking. It's like, eh. but the happiest group we've ever seen. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. It's like when I, I mean, that's what, when I saw these people today walking, I'm like, have a fantastic day. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? Just, huh? 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 wait what is that i mean i'm tomorrow i'm just gonna say delightful because like i love the word delightful it's just that's a that's a fun word delightful it's a, fun word. It's a delightful word it is because it's like it's not used very much but it really has a really beautiful frequency to it so it's like you know what whatever word wants to come through that 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 raises the frequency it, it raises my frequency just by saying it so why not like i don't want to wish any like oh have a good day Blah. Like yeah, just, it's, it's poster cards. Like it's blah. Doesn't mean anything. It's like thank I mean, you. We have so many beautiful words in this language, and we should use them more. Well, just, that it will be what you just said. Will be a lifelong, lifetime long impact on me. So thank you. Oh, you're so Before, Yeah, I will try to use better words with the goal of uh, making people's day more delightful. Oh yeah, and, and and eye contact and smiling. I mean, like that that does wonders. Like if you smile at somebody, they're just like so like surprise in a beautiful way yeah and that raises vibration too and of course i think you know that the inner world reflects the outer world so when you're just sending out positivity and love which is i think why we connect and that's why i like at least for me i've noticed the type of people i connect to just been amazing people it's just like when you're sending out that frequency the universe is like you can have double what you're sending Mm -hmm. which is why it's so helpful to be positive because and then it spreads and then more it's just so yeah because this is the first time like fully talking about because I've always known that's like, okay, it's spread positivity, that, but like thinking about it, it's like, okay, you spread positivity, 
I inject positive reality, it comes back to me, then the people I hang out with, that happens to them on a micro scale, and then just like spreads like a nice little virus of just like, yay, delightfulness, everyone love everybody. It's beautiful. And, you know, when we do kind things for people, I, I love doing kind things for, well, animals and people. I just love being kind. And just to see the ripple effect of that, it's just so much fun. And the cool thing, at least my favorite thing is you can't even measure this, nor do you even, does it even matter to measure, but you can't measure the second, third, fourth, fifth order effects. Because you see, like, you're kind of easy. It's great that it helps one person, but you know it spreads past that and then spreads past that. And it's like, like eventually you just reach everyone so it's mm -hmm. like again back to like we're all connected right and so that's like why it's so beautiful when we have the conscious awareness when we enter the world on a given day like how are we going to show up yeah and the, that's where i love meditating in the morning mm -hmm. like like right when you wake up just because that's when you have all the melatonin going so from like a academic reason that's the reason why you want to do it but so, so what i like to do is like i like to meditate until I feel unlimited. And once you feel unlimited, you are unlimited. Then you start your day and then everything you do has like a, because then everything you do has a, that tint to your life and that just spreads. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing, so I have a gratitude journal, which is one of my favorite hobbies. I'm guessing you have one or something. Have you practiced that before? I'm sorry, what was it? Just a, a simple gratitude journal. Oh yeah. Oh, every, that's Every night that... right before I go to bed, I write 10 things that I'm grateful for every single night. So I go to bed with that energy. Yes, to the gra I love the gratitude. Oh, it's so it's such much fun. There's so many things to be grateful for. Oh yeah, like the air that I breathe, the fact that we're on a computer, the fact that I have headphones, the fact that the fact that I have water if I so choose. Like and, and gratitude is a good frequency to be on. It's one of the best, I think. Where it's like because oh, you can't even like try to be sad when you're thankful. Try to be angry when you're thankful. Just it just like they they don't yeah. match. They're like they're like yeah. water. I'm I'm mad that I'm thankful. No, it doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah. One or the other, might as well pick the thankful one. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at the time, and I have another podcast coming up. So, um, I want to thank you, and I want to ask you how people can find you, Eric. Um. So the best way to do it is my personal Instagram, Eric D McHugh, and my goal is to be as helpful or as possible. So if there's anything I can help you with please reach out and I'm wishing everyone listen. I want to thank everyone who took the time to listen and I'm wishing you and your families a beautiful life. Thank you so, so much, Eric. I'm so grateful that you reached out and we had this beautiful conversation. It was fun. And again, thank you so much for hosting. You're an amazing person. Thank you so much. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside In your bones, you will know Trust and let go and let it flow